This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, another pay-per-view coming at you this weekend. March, what's that date? I don't know. 17th, 19th? 18th, dude. I mean, you guessed twice and you were wrong. It's been a just. I told you before we started, man. It's been, it's been a busy, busy couple weeks. But regardless, big pay per view. Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman, take three. Forgot about the first meeting seven years ago, eight years ago, whatever. But also, co main event, Rafael Fiziev, baby. Finally get to wear the shirt. How you feel about the card? Uh, I like it. I especially like the the top two fights. I think they're you're talking about. You know, Justin Gaethje, probably one of the more entertaining fighters in the entire promotion going up against a guy who's, you know, kind of had his his coming out party last time out around RDA. And you know, now he gets a real test against a true contender, a guy who's gone up for uh, the belt before. So it's a, it's a good measuring stick for Fazeev as well. Um, so really fun matchup. I do feel like odds wise, I feel like Fazeev was getting a little bit too much. Back. I do see that's coming down a little bit and more people are kind of hopping on Gaethje. Um, because I did think the, the, the numbers that it was at, I was like, that's, that seems a, a little, a little, a little wild, a, a little wild, a little wide for, uh, for, for Justin, but look, I get it. Fazeev is, uh, he's kind of like the new flavor of the month. He's that, he's that guy. Everybody's very excited about in the division. And, um, you know, the only thing with Justin is it's just like, this is kind of his playpen. Like, you know, you talk about fights that can get really violent with, with great striking, especially a three rounder. It's a tough ask for, for people to go out there and do that better than it. Maybe Fazeev can do it. I mean, we have seen it before. Dustin Poirier was able to do it against Justin um, in that type of style, but not a lot of guys can go out there and, and, and outwill him when it comes to a, a stand right in front of you fight like that. So what worries, by the way, Brennan Tobin down in Miami, Jake Nowak, her best bets coming at you, Becky Well. But yeah, what worries me about that co-main event is Justin goes forward. He's not a counter-striker. Fazeev has tried to be a counter-striker as long as he's been in the UFC, and he hasn't really been able to because people don't approach him. They don't come at him. I think Justin's going to come at him so head-on and get knocked out. I really think Fazeev's going to finish Justin. I'm not betting on the fight. Not one of my bets. I don't know if you're betting on it, but I don't know, man. I think that reckless, wild, fun, exciting style Gaethje brings is going to be the downfall deuce here. 
I, I, yeah, I get it. I think it's just it's a little bit more calculated. I think people give him credit for, especially it's going to be interesting to see like how he goes about attacking, you know, Fazib's legs. He's so good at taking those weapons away from people. And if he can withstand it, then, OK, I can see what you're saying. You know, in those exchanges, Fazib's got some real slick stuff that he could probably uncork on Justin. Um, but I do think that Justin is is a little bit more measured than people give him credit for. Uh, especially when you're you think that maybe you have the technical advantage against him, and that's usually where people get in trouble. Um, you know, and, and I think it's gonna be interesting to see how measured he is. I do feel like Fazeev's kind of got the 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 bigger thing to prove in this fight, and then sure. it's you mean like the betting public's telling you they don't think Justin is going to win. So I do feel like Gaethje can go in this with a little bit less pressure, and I think that's a that's a good place for him to be. Yeah, I, it's it's exciting scrap. Are you putting any money on that fight? If I do, it's going to be heart insurance on Gaethje, which means because I love Fazeev, obviously, and he's he's the man. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Gaethje in that one. I just think uh, I I just I like the value on him as the dog in this fight. I like, and I say that as somebody who's a fan of Fazeev, like he's definitely impressed me. Um, but I do think that there is a, a a big leap up here for him. Doesn't mean he can't do it. I don't think he, you know. I think he proved a lot of people uh, wrong the last time around because people were using that logic with him against RDA. I just think that uh, Gaethje's got my respect to being that good. And I mean, plus one seventy five on BetMGM money line, plus three fifty by knockout TKO. So yeah, I mean, Gaethje will see some of my money. Although I can't advise you to bet that if you're watching this because it's strictly coming from me being a physique fan. Anyways. Let's get to my official bets. I have one, two, three, four, three singles and a parlay. Uh, we'll, we'll start low on the prelims and work our way up. We'll start with my prelim parlay. Uh, Omar Morales. Oh, nope, not that one. So we're not going to start with my parlay. We're going to start with the single in the prelims because that's what I have first. Omar Morales, minus 110 versus Chris Duncan, minus 110. This fight should not be a pick em. I'm a big fan of Chris Duncan. I've talked to him a few times on Contender Series. Very exciting to watch, but he's super chinny, throws with kind of some reckless, insane style, and it's not going to work against an experienced veteran in Omar Morales who has super crisp boxing. A lot of people are saying two-fight losing streak. It's over for the 37-year-old. No, four. it's not. You say what? Three out of four. Three out of four losses for him. It's been, but it's been look tough who it's against. Just young, hot, extremely talented prospects and Chris Duncan, not quite that. I think Chris Duncan gets knocked out here regardless minus 110. I, I can't ignore that Morales play. righty. I know you don't have much to say. You're not the biggest prelim guy, but three of the last four. Nah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's that was what I had to say for you, dude. I was trying to see if you would, uh, if you would venture off, but listen, you seem, uh, you, you're not a believer in Chris Duncan. That's fine. Chris Duncan, Tim Duncan, Duncan Robinson. Doesn't matter to you. You're going with Omar Morales. Chris Duncan also left me on red for an interview last week. So maybe that's partly going into my decision-making, but Omar, what if his, what if his publicist handles his Instagram? You ever think about that? Well, his publicist has been nice to me before. What if it wasn't him? I don't know. Well, then I hope his publicist steps in there against Morales. Then let's get it. (laughs) Parlay. This one's the parlay officially Sam Patterson and Jake Hadley, two English guys, put them together. Minus 150 right now on bet MGM that's rising though that's it was minus 142 when I wrote it like an hour ago uh Sam Patterson Dana White contender series stud Chris boxing people call him the United Kingdom's or England's Conor McGregor nine fight win streak I mean a little bit 
I don't know about that, but that's what they call him over there. And I'm not they tried, gonna... they tried doing that with Darren Till too, and how did that work out? It worked out for his first couple UFC fights, and this is Sam Patterson's first couple UFC fights. So it's a dub city. Any dude who comes around with a cool accent and has a couple knockouts, they think is going to be the next <laughs> Conor McGregor. Like I swear to God, they're dying for any dude from the UK or Ireland to come around. It's hard, dude. It's hard doing what Conor did. Look what Ian Gary's doing. Like. You know, like he's having to like really grind out to, to get some of these wins. Like he'll pull them off at the end, but like almost got knocked out. It's not easy to go out and do what Connor did. Like people forget about that OG run, but they love doing that. Anybody who comes around, who got, who charms people with a, with a, with a cool accent on the mic after a couple knockouts, they think they're going to be that dude, but I'll be watching for him. Listen, if you say that, then I'm going into, I'm going to this one, uh, watching to see if he, if he could be that dude. I'm telling you, dude, that the hype is on Sam Patterson. I talked to him before, too, and hopefully I'm talking to him after his fight. Uh, but he's he's got that hype. I didn't give him that nickname. You know, the fans did. So what they, did you ask him about that when you talked to him about it? No, because I think that nickname really caught on after his contender series fight, which is after we talked. Um, the nickname is actually the British Conor McGregor. That's not that's not his real nickname. But that's when people like were started to tweet it and put it on social media like, yo, this guy's the British Conor McGregor. I don't really buy it, but he's good and he's going to win this weekend. His Levels nickname. above Yanal Ashmaz. Seems like his nickname is the future. Not as cool as the notorious. Well, the future. It's got to start somewhere. It's starting on Saturday night. And then oppositely, Jake Hadley, who I really don't like. I think he's an ass, to be honest with you. And everybody in the UFC doesn't like him either. He had some backstage issues at Contender Series, but he's a wrestling freak, insane BJJ. Only loss in his career is to Nassimeto, who trains with Charles Oliveira, is a grappler. You know, Gordon, not 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 the grappler of uh, Charles Oliveira or Jake Hadley's level. So I think that's a pretty safe parlay to cash. Listen, I, I know that how much you, however much you dislike him, it can't be as much as I dislike Marvin Vittori. So I know that. Well, that's that's what we're talking about next year, buddy. And I think Marvin Vittori is going to lose. I think Roman Delize plus 210 is going to go four finishes, four underdog caches in a row. What say you? I like it because I hate Marvin Vittori. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get the appeal of him. I don't understand, uh, you know, with Marvin, it's just strange. He's not only like, you know, people talk about like the cringe uh, Kings in this sport. I feel like he's numero uno on top of the list. I don't get it. You know, his fights are boring. He talks a big game. I hate people who talk a big game and then bore me to death in the uh, in the octagon, you know, like and that's that's Marvin Vittori to a T. And like he's gotten in there, you know, when he's gotten to the top, it's like, all right, you kind of see what his 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 peak is. And I just I don't know. I don't I don't dig him. I don't like watching his fights. I don't find him entertaining. Um, I don't think he sucks, but I don't like if you told me. You know, could you watch a Marvin Vittori fight tonight or would you, you know, could I, you know, interest you in some cornhole? I think I might check out cornhole. <laughs> I think that's probably where I go. So, yeah, let's go with the leads. I like, I love that. I hope that he does uh, go with that, because if you want to talk about anybody on this card who's probably way too overvalued, it's probably Marvin Vittori because they'll tell you that he's really good, but nobody could tell you exactly why. Well, Vittori, they people bet on his consistency because he consistently goes out there, has a chin, wrestles you, and wins boring decisions. Like, that's his thing. So that's what people expect him to do. But the Leeds, dude, nah. The Leeds, if the Leeds on his back, man, 
he's going to finish you. Like, I think his last three fights, he was on his back and either reversed or finished from his back. Like, dude's a freak, and he only goes for the finish. Out of extreme couture, like I said, three underdog wins, three underdog finishes in a row. I, I've been on it every time, too, man. I think Vittori's getting finished first time in his career. Yeah, he's got some good names on that that he's beaten, too, between Hermanson and Hawes. Kyle yeah. Dawkins, that's your boy from uh, from Philly over there. The whole and the Dawkins crew's had kind of a hard run ever since uh, ever since Chris has lost to to the Black Beast. But be even back. still, even still, uh, some some good quality names. Yeah, I think that's really good value on him. You know the way you feel about Vittori is kind of the way I feel about your favorite fighter in Jorge Masvidal. I, I don't really understand your Masvidal dislike. I'd actually like to discuss that because you and I don't get to go back and forth on this, but I don't understand a lot of people's dislike on Masvidal. The guy's been in the game for 20 years and he feels like everything everybody should like about the sport. He's lost to two of the best fighters on the planet. Why do people, I, I don't understand why there's this dislike for Jorge Masvidal because it's funny because Leon Edwards is celebrated now as like this champion but when that happened i remember where i was i was at at&t stadium it's almost a, it's almost probably three four years to the date of when that happened um you're talking about two piece in a soda right yeah I, everybody celebrated masvidal for that nobody liked leon edwards nobody cared about leon edwards nobody gave a rat's ass about leon edwards <laughs> um and so it's just funny now how that has all of a sudden become this this uh this I don't know if that is the thing that made you hate Jorge Masvidal. I don't really know what so, it is. There's multiple things. One, I told you, and this is the 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 most is him knocking out Ben Askren. Because you I'm I'm buddies with Ben Askren. That just has oh, my feelings. So well. that but that besides that point, besides that point, because that's not it. I just don't like the guy. I think he's cocky. I think he's a D-bag. I think he's a tool. I mean, dude, the Leon Edwards thing. Yeah, two pieces in a soda. No, dude, you sucker punched a guy. That's not cool. Running up on Colby Covington in a club, punching him in the face from behind with a mask on. That's not cool, dude. Like, I, I just don't, I, nothing he does, I'm like, that's cool. Him coming in with a Versace robe with the BMS F belt. That's not cool. That's stupid. It's not? I that's feel like stupid. it is kind of cool. He got The Rock to come give him the BMF belt. That's, that's pretty cool. He's Who's the, the rock? rock. No, stupid. The biggest star in Hollywood. And like the thing with the three piece of the soda, like he was right in front of Leon. Leon was sitting there chirping in the back, like you know, it's sucker punch. Like you, if yeah, so you should probably know. And like you should probably know if you're gonna chirp off and pop off at a guy's interview, which is what was going on. That's why he got the three piece in the soda. The Colby Covington, yeah, that's a that's a that that wasn't a great look for sure. And he's gonna get um, you know, I'm sure some kind of ramifications of that. I don't know where the hell Colby went, but I don't know, man. Honestly, he, I don't know George personally. I will say I've had a, a, a very good handful of interactions with him. He's been, you know, as humble, decent, a dude always gives you a lot of time. If you need it, um, does tell some whoppers in interviews. I will say that like, he's got a little LeBron in him where LeBron's like always, yeah. you know, I predicted that I knew that was going to happen, but he also gives good interviews. Um, but I've I feel like I've never seen a guy who has been a lifer like this guy's a he's an MMA OG. He crosses eras, right? Did everything the hard way. And he his crimes are he lost to Kamaru Usman, who was the pound for pound best fighter on the planet twice. Once of it was on a week's notice. 
And then the other was getting out wrestled by one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, dude sucks. I'm just like, so, yeah, well, he's, he's got his stylistic uh, limitations. I give you that. But for the most part, he's been a pretty damn fun fighter his entire career. And let me, let me, let me clarify. I respect Masvidal, right? I just don't like him. That's it. Don't like him. Fair enough. Thought it was interesting. You brought him up in our uh, Leon Edwards interview though. You, you weaseled him into that one. Well, it's a big story though, dude. Like, you know, if <laughs> I know, I'm, just I'm, I'm, I am telling you like if, if because if Leon's smart, if Leon's smart and he's got that, you know, the championship points in his contract, there's not a fight that he should want more than Jorge Masvidal. There's nobody who should be a bigger Jorge Masvidal if he wins this fight, which, uh, you know, we'll get into in a second. But if he retains his belt, nobody should be a bigger Jorge Masvidal on April 8th than Leon Edwards, because that is by far the biggest moneymaker yeah. in there outside of and if Conor McGregor. Sure. Uh, beats Chandler. I mean, obviously you you'll have something there, but I, you know, let's 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 baby step with Connor. Let's get him in an octagon first. Oh, you're right. That would be that would be the big fight to make, and that's a good segue because I'm going Leon again, ma'am. Leon Edwards plus two hundred, Kamara Usman minus two fifty. Leon is going to strike again, and there's more to it than a feeling for me. Obviously, there is a feeling. I watched the face off earlier. I thought Leon is winning the mental game so far that aside marty's knees and hands are like a genuine concern for mm. me trevor whitman has talked about it this week kamaro usman has talked about it this week people have been talking about it for months so i don't know if kamaro usman can go into united kingdom leon edwards backyard and win a decision against him i think he needs to go in there and finish leon edwards and i don't know if he can do that so i am fully on board with Leon Edwards, plus 200. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help. From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Yeah, I've really, really wavered on this one back and forth because I think both are really, really good fighters. And I think there are great arguments on both sides. Um, I am going to go with Kamara Usman winning this fight simply based on this guy has one of the most impressive track records, I feel like, as a champion in the sport. Um. And I just feel like unless he's got, unless he suffered bad ramifications and it makes him gun shy to, to go for stuff from that head kick, which definitely could be, it's fighting. You never know what, uh, what mental things people are dealing with. I just feel like he has all of the skill sets to win this fight by any means necessary. Um, 
he basically figured out the path to success. He got stood up and probably thought this dude is mentally broken. This is never going to happen. Yep. And it was a stupid, uh, it was a stupid error that he paid for. I just ultimately think he's the better fighter. And so I, I feel like Usman's going to get his hand raised by the end of this night. Um, I feel like he's going to win a decision. I feel like it's going to be lopsided. I feel like it's going, he's going to right the wrong that he should have had. Uh, yeah, Leon had some good success in that first round. I think it's probably that was my surprise. I don't think that Kamaru gets caught by that again. As far as his health is concerned, I understand that. I feel like he's been dealing with that stuff for a long time than we've known for. I think that after you lose, you look for more reasons. I mean, this guy's a psycho. I mean, I have, yeah. I've seen Kamaru Usman. This guy went before he lost to Leon Edwards. This guy is the champion of the world. But nobody's watching. This dude walks into a boxing gym. Mind you, this is not his forte, right? He's a, he's known as a wrestler. This dude with one good hand will sit there and just jab on a bag. Jab, jab, jab. Just like a sight. And you're like, well, that's why that guy's the best in the world. That's why that's why he's better than anybody else. I'm not saying that Leon Edwards isn't working hard too, but I just think that he's uh he's gonna ha- I, I think mentally you can't break him. I think that Colby Covington has tried that. And yeah. it's ended very poorly for Colby. I think that he walked into Jacksonville. That was a very, very, very pro Masvidal crowd. Dude sent him to the shadow realm. I, I just don't think that stuff is going to shake him at all. Um, but I will say, look, Leon's a tough guy not to root for. After speaking with him this week, uh, and he and knowing his story, uh, everything he's been through, you know, you're talking about just two A plus dudes, two really great fighters. It's hard to root against anybody, but you got to pick who you got to pick. And I understand why uh, you got the faith in Leon. Hell, that's what the result was last time. Do you feel like he's going to win by knockout? I, um, I I do. I honestly think Leon Edwards wins by knockout. And let me just get that uh, those odds real quick because I didn't I didn't I didn't really think about that until you brought it up. But Leon Edwards by knockout TKO or decision is plus or disqualification is plus 500 five to one yep. worth a little penny now let me ask it you already. It, it did it was crazy but it did and it can happen again 25 minutes to make it happen but you like usman a lot minus 250 usman's hard to play there i mean you're not gonna play single on that do you parlay him with anyone on the card do you have a prop play where do you play usman on the money i might do the boys together i might do the teammates him and Gaethje together and put and, and just go with that. I think they're both coming out on top. I like their little I like their little bromance they got going on too. I think I've gotten a little uh uh swayed by embedded. I like how their their, yeah. their whole vibe is together. But uh no, I think it's gonna be a good night for uh, the Denver boys, even though you know Usman's kind of still South Florida. You know, he did uh did I understand why he did though. They 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 kind of stabbed him in the back. So well that's a plus two eighty five parlay right there. So three to one. I like it too, except Fizive gang. BT. Except we're both going up against the, except we've picked exact opposites. So you don't like it. You're probably wishing ill against me. Like, okay. Usman, the way you described Usman is correct. He should win. Like the way it should have went the first time is how it should go this time. I'm just pretty confident Leon's going to crack it again. That's it. That's it. I'm but looking forward to it, man. The odds I like, not the, not the we'll probably be reacting to it live too, because we'll be on the it's air. A, it's a 5 PM start for everybody who, is unaware because I wasn't aware till Monday that was the case. It's a 5 p.m. Eastern main card start. So I would say the second hour is going to either be co-main and main or at least co-main, probably the main walk, something like that. 
And that's tapped out. BeckQL Network, Odyssey app, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time every Saturday. This week, as we mentioned, we interviewed Leon Edwards, but uh, BT and Sean also interviewed Justin Gaethje. So check that out on Saturday. Check out us out on Saturday. And maybe most importantly, let's make some money this weekend, my friend. BT, thank you very much, my dude. Enjoy that uh, Florida sunshine and uh, go for Steve. See you, buddy.